Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. Hey there, it's Zach, and I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, Car and Drivers Into Cars, a production of Car and Driver and iHeartMedia's Ruby Studio. Hosted by Eddie Altman and Tony Kiroga. Into Cars is the ultimate podcast for car lovers. Whether you're in the market for a new set of wheels or just love the sound of a V8, Car and Drivers panel of editors test drive and review today's hottest new rides with zero filter. Car and Drivers Into Cars is brought to you by eBay Motors. All the parts you need at the prices you want. Guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Visit ebaymotors.com for more. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Listen to Car and Drivers Into Cars, available wherever you get your podcasts. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, Real Friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Look how fucking skinny you are. This is what I hate about you. I love you, but I I hate how you can diet for 10 days and look this skinny. I also quit smoking weed and drinking booze too. So that I know has a you lot threw a lot of you threw a lot of you threw a lot at it, but dude, yeah. you look great. You look great. Yeah, you look Feeling great, man. Good. Hell yeah. This is a lot of fun, man. I had no idea that I would get this much love for being in a Powerpuff Girls uh, reboot, well, man. Everybody's you got so much chatter. People are so happy for you. I don't know I anything about the Powerpuff Girls. I know it's very popular, but I was I missed it. So tell us about it. So the Powerpuff Girls are. There are three superhero little girls uh, that were created by Professor Utonium. And, uh, you know, in the cartoon, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen the cartoon a few times, not a no. lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. Donald. So my, my, research, my research is beginning with watching the cartoon. Like, I was watching it with Rock because Rocco was a huge fan of the Powerpuff, the remake of the Powerpuff Girls. Like, they've... Mm-hmm. They they did one when uh, Joel was a baby, I guess. That is true. That is true. And then they just remade the Powerpuff Girls also. So Rock was a big fan of Teen Titans Go and Powerpuff Girls. Was it always sure. aimed at little kids or was it a grown-up thing as well? Um, It's like if you've ever watched Teen Titans Go, it's aimed for – or SpongeBob, it's aimed at kids. But there are some jokes in there. There are a lot of jokes in every episode 
that parents will laugh at while watching with their kids. Right. I got to tell you, man, I'm really excited that people enjoyed the fact that I'm going to be in this. I'm I'm so geeked about it. You know, I'm really, you know, I've, I've tried to stay off of, you know, the the message boards and stuff like that where, you know, some of the hate can dwell. Uh, yeah, why <laughs> would you go do that? Don't do that. Yeah, I, 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 I refuse to do it. I refuse to let the haters bring me down. But I imagine there are some people that aren't excited about me playing Professor Drake Utonium. And that's cool. You can eat a dick. Um, <laughs> there you go. Are you, um, are you in rehearsals at this point or what's happening? Yeah, so we're doing a bunch of rehearsals. We're doing camera tests and wardrobe fittings. It's, you know, it's a- and you start tomorrow? No. Uh, more rehearsal tomorrow, more camera shoots, uh, uh, photo shoots. And uh, we don't start shooting actually until, well, I can't tell you, but we start shooting soon. Okay, good. Well, dude, I'm so happy for you. And I, uh, as someone who loves you, I was so happy about all the love you were getting on on the interweb. I saw you were getting Same. lots of adoration. Yeah. All love. I, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that, dude. How's work going, man? I shot three days of Cheaper by the Dozen, and it's the dreamiest job ever. I love right. Gab Union. She has our exact sense of humor. She should come on the podcast one day. She's fucking hilarious and cool. Right and um and the kids couldn't be sweeter i mean knock wood it's too good to be true i love my director i love you know the hours because of the children we, we can only do 10 hour days so that's kind of dreamy that's great too. you, you have like a normal life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um i don't know man it's just so fun i think the script kenya barris wrote such a funny script i you know sometimes you start a project and go okay well We'll make the script better as we go. And this is just really great. I just, it's just going to be such a, a perfect family movie. And, but, you know, and, and as well as having Kenya's signature discussions of, of race done in such an elegant way, because of course, if you're going to have a, you know, a, a biracial family, you can't deny the things that will come up and he doesn't. And so right. I'm just really stoked to be a part of it. I'm really, really happy. That's great, man. So by the way, by the way, it, we're recording this on Sunday, but this airs on Tuesday. So guess what? It's my birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Good morning, Sunny Sang. <laughs> I feel really good. Holy cow in you today. I'm very happy it's my birthday. I feel really good. I'm I'm on this awesome health kick, which is really, um, I must say, those of you listening who know, when you go on a health kick, uh, obviously your body gets in shape, but I just feel better in my mind and brain and just happier overall. This year kicked so many of our asses, Mm. and as we come out of it um, a little bit, I... I'm so excited that I, you know, I use the excuse of the movie to get in shape. I, I jokingly said I want to look. Dude, you know. I'm going to tell you right now, man. I saw pictures. Holy shit, Zach! You well, got don't you, don't you, build you, it up too much. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty close to Brad Pitt Fight Club. Brad oh, Pitt shut Fight up! Club. Shut wow, up! Wow, no, wow. no, y'all no. think I'm joking? Zach, throw up the pictures so the people can see it. They, <laughs> no, they won't. They won't. I'm not lying. Where's the lie, bud? It's not ready for a reveal yet, but I do have to say, uh, turning 46, when I when I had a couple people over, uh, including Casey, uh, yesterday for just to toast me, 
Well, actually, my girlfriend surprised me. But, um, yeah, it was nice to hear a handful of people being like, oh, shit. And I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you don't even have love handles anymore, man. What the fuck is going on with no, you? No, well, I've never done, you know, listen, I can give you, I can give everyone the, the tricks. The tricks are uh, just diet and fucking giving up booze. Yeah. Are you? And of course, exercise. But, is this the best shape you've ever been in your life? Yeah. Yeah. And it's took, and it took, and it took seven weeks, by the way. And I'm, and I'm still going. Like. It's like, you know, it's like anything. It's a hobby that if you get into, if you find a, here's my trick that I've done for those of you listening who, who like are dreading getting in any kind of shape. I just said, what if I try and find a way to make it fun this time? Build it around things I like doing. Okay. So I like, I, well, I like spinning. Like, we, you know, spinning is, the, if, you know, if you can't afford a Peloton bike, you know, get on a bicycle or, or, or find something that, or, or in Donald's case, he used to play basketball. You know, find it. I love when I can play tennis. Find something that's fun to do and then build around that. So I genuinely enjoy Peloton. I think it's fun. I come off feeling high. I, I, so I, I just made that a regular part of my, and, and then I started researching healthy foods that, that I think taste good. So you can find a protein shake that tastes awesome. It's the best thing I eat all day. Mm -hmm. uh, I look forward to it. And guess what? It's amazing for you. So have, I don't know. You, have you cut a bunch of, uh, like foods that you were eating before out of your diet? Like you had talked about how you're no longer eating like uh, red meat. and. Well, here's the thing. This is going to branch. This is going to branch off into a whole other thing. And I, and I promise to do the short version because we got your mom coming on. And I'm My right, mom's so. on this piece. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, let me hear it before we get well, to her. Well, I, I really am thinking about seriously changing my diet because of the documentary I watched, Seaspiracy which I recommended last time, which I really encourage you to watch. I'm not telling you to change your diet at all, listener, but I do think it's important to learn about uh, the food industry. And I'm, right. I'm embarrassed to admit that I made it 46 years knowing nothing about how our food is made. Right. And it was a combination of three documentaries, um, Game Changers, Seaspiracy, uh, and, uh, and Eating Animals, uh, which I just watched last night, which Natalie Portman narrates because she's uh, oh, wow. very into health. And I just didn't know about factory farming. I didn't really – I didn't uh, – like everyone, I, you see the pictures of the farmers in the grocery right. store. And you go, that's where our food and, and livestock comes from. And, right, but no and I was just in denial about it. And, and the fishing, going, oh, I'll be pescatarian. Fish are great. Everything is so healthy. And then you can watch three documentaries in, in six hours and go, holy shit. I didn't know any of that. Right, and right. so it's inspired me, especially being on a health kick, to be like, well, I'm changing. We're coming out of this pandemic. We're coming out of this insane year-long hibernation. Why not try some new ways of being? And that's what I'm taking on. Amen. I love that. I love that. And I will say, even though this is very hard for a lot of people, and I get it, um, the, the, one of the most powerful things I've done is take this alcohol break. Um, it is. It increases my mood over time even because I think of like alcohol as a depressant, right? So if you drink a ton, a lot of alcohol regularly every day, every other day, whatever you do, I feel like you are – think of it like in take, instead of people taking an antidepressant, you're taking a depressant regularly. Right. And it's sort of putting a cloud – a little bit of a cloud over your life. Well, same thing with weed. Right. But let me, but let me just finish the point. And the point is that you might stop for a week and go, okay – I did it. I made it a week, but you're not really seeing the effects because just like if you take an if you start taking an antidepressant, it's going to take about a month for you to feel the effects. If you stop taking a depressant, I find that a month in, six weeks in, seven weeks in, you really start to go, "Wow, I'm I'm genuinely overall in a better mood." Right on. So I love that. That's my speech. That's my soapbox. Hell yeah, yeah, it's all good, man. You know, I'm on the same kick right now, and 
you know, power. I'm using Powerpuff as a jump off for it, but I like the way I feel right now. Like yeah. I was smoking way too much weed, like way too much weed, so much weed that I had really bad uh, withdrawals from it. And you know, yeah. people act mm-hmm. like that doesn't exist, but it really does. Mm-hmm. And my wife went down the rabbit hole and found all of these natural remedies to combat my withdrawal. So within three days. I was good to go. Oh, what are those natural remedies? If you well, like you want to put potassium back into your system because at hmm. night you sweat like a banshee. You know what I mean? Um, drink a lot of water. You want to hydrate. Yeah. Uh, you, I see you got that um, that thing I have with all the inspirational uh, words. Dude, on this it. is my second day doing it. I'm already at. Nice. I'm almost done with this. Bad oh, boy good for you. Nice. By nine o'clock tonight, this shit is gone. I know. Well, when you get one of those, if you guys were talking about those uh, like two liter uh, things you can get on the internet, and they have like drink it by this time, you know, have the times, and then it says like you got this, keep going, yeah. you know. And it's it's so silly because it's like a kid, it's like doing it for a kid, but it makes it a bit of a game. Like, can I get there by five? Can I get there by six? You know. Oh, you know what I do? This is the easiest way to do it. So I wake up in the morning, and I drink to seven. Right. That's the first thing. Now, if I wake up after seven, I'll drink to nine, right? And so at nine o'clock, I'll drink again, and I'll drink all the way down to 11. And then at 11 o'clock, I'll drink again, and I'll drink all the way down to one. So by the time I get to 7 p.m. at night, mm. I'm finished with the bottle before nine o'clock. That's good. Night. Then you can you know pee I mean? it all out so you don't have to get up. So I don't have to get up anymore. You do have to get used to having a new relationship with urinating because yeah. – uh, it's kind of always on your mind, but uh, it's a small price to pay. Yes, yeah, but you know what? My goal now is to make it to the bathroom and stay asleep and still be able to pee in the toilet without getting it all over the bathroom. <laughs> I've, I've, I've succeeded a couple of times. There have been times where I woke up in the morning to go to the bathroom. And I was like, God damn, I just missed everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. anyway. Um, hey, um, do you, uh, did you see the new Black Widow trailer, any of you? Oh, it looks amazing. Oh, hell yes. Oh I God, watched it, it like amazing. four times. Oh, but you guys don't looking. worry about it. You guys don't worry about it because you're going to go see In the Heights. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Double feature. I think we That's decided. I really got to say, I know I'm biased, but I thought that trailer was fucking awesome. It looked amazing. Dude, it looks amazing. Are you kidding me? With her, that moment excited. where she's free falling out of the plane? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I she, I like say. how she's just, she's just holding the parachute like with, 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 like, with her hand. Like, right. I know I'm going to need this. I'm not even going to put it on. I know I'm going to need it later. But <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So fly. It's, so yeah, good. it looks. Let's. Uh, we should probably get my mom in here. Let's yeah, start the show. It, right. Do it, do First it. of all, before we do that, DJ Daniel, Joel, Monique, what is good with y'all? How's it been this whole week? Listen, well, I'm great. just excited to talk to your mom. I want to get Amen. all the good backstories. I want to yes. know what you were like as a happen? kid. I want to know about her career. She's an incredible. Yeah, her career, career is the is 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 what's really exciting for me. Amen. Amen. All right, let's count it and bring her in. All right, here we go. Five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my mom, the one and only Shirley Fader! Where is she? Is she Hello? 
Yeah, let hey. me just put my video on. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, hey Mama. Oh, Shirley Faison. How hey. are you, Mama? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I spoke to you yesterday, but still. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that, that picture behind you, is that me in junior high school? I think so, right? There's way too it's much hair. junior high school. Junior like high junior school, high school right there. Yeah. 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 Right Hi, yeah. Shirley. Hey, Zach Braff. How are you? It's good to see you, beautiful. It's been far too long. Oh, I know. Mom, that's Joelle, and that is Daniel. Hi, so hi, nice hi Daniel. Hi, Joel. Thank you, Shirley. Sarah. Thank you so much for coming on. We had my mom on, and we we just want to we just wanted to have you on because not only do we uh, do we want to talk to you about a young Donald Faison um, <laughs> and tell us all this all the good stories, but also you know my mom is, is a psychologist, so she we asked her some psychology questions, and we have so many people that talk to us about getting into the business as actors, and we thought we could. Pick your brain for people that watch and listen to this about what it's like being an agent in, in, in the business. Yes. So, Mom, okay. have you ever listened to the podcast? Yes, have you yes, ever I listened? Have. Yes, I have. Um, How many I... times have you listened to this podcast, Mom? <laughs> would you like for me to be honest? Yes, I would. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> three. <laughs> thank you for each and every listen. Indeed. Thank you for all three times. But, Shirley, you you, Shirley did, you li did you laugh at least? Yes, I did. All right, good. Uh, yes, I did. I did. Uh, okay, I think yeah. we should start from the very, as, as Zach always says, start at the, <laughs> at very, the very beginning. A very good should... place to start. When you sing, should... you begin with? with? Do, re, mi. Oh, no, but it's not when you sing. It's when you. When you. What is the lyric? Read, song? you begin. When you read, you read, begin, begin with, with, with A, B, C. And when you sing, you begin with Do, do Re, Re, Mi. Me. <laughs> 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 All right, so Donald, what beginning do you want to start at? Let's talk about how, like, how, like, young Don, Donald always talks about the theater you and your ex husband ran. Can you tell mm -hmm. us, like, how that came about and what it was like Donald hanging out in the young theater? Because that's clear. He mentions that all the time as being very impactful about what got mm -hmm. him interested in the arts. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I became a part of the theater when I but was. But now, in let's, let's for all of the people that are out there that don't know what the theater is, it's the National Black Theater right. in Harlem. Harlem, yes. yes. So I became a part of the National Black Theater after they performed at my college. I was at Rutgers University, and um, they performed at, 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 on my college campus, and that's how I was introduced to them. And then. Um, I came to New York and I became a part of National Black Theater. When I had, uh, well, I called Donald Shoon. It's all right. They know that. Okay. Oh, okay. they know. So, they, they've been told. Shoon. They know how. They know how. They even know how to spell it correctly, Mom. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so when I had Shoon, um, Shoon would come to all the rehearsals. I was a performer back then, and Shoon would come to all the rehearsals, and he would sit in the front row of all the performances, and actually. He almost got beat up by one of the actors because he would say their lines before they did. <laughs> 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 and, and I can so, picture it. Yeah, and so so he would be in the front row saying the lines before the actors would say them, and the actors would get very angry with him because he was saying their lines before they could even say them. Right. But let me ask you a question, Mom. 
Uh-huh. At what yeah. point were you like, I got to get him out of the front row and onto onto the yeah. stage? When, or into yeah, the, that's yeah. a good well, question. When did you did... start realizing that he might want to? I mean, obviously, if he's sitting in the front row and and mouthing along, you might have a sense that he's into this. But what? Right. When did you? But, when did you push him I, on stage? No, but he when he was a baby and he would be in the stroller. Well, the strollers then um, they were like. I want to say like little cages, I guess. But, but they had. They, they no, you put had, me in a cage. No, 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 no. They had, you know, they had these feet things where, where you know, the feet would rest on a, a part of the stroller, and he, when you would push him in the stroller, he would raise his hand like he was in a chariot, and like there was a horse in front of him. So, <laughs> so you always knew that. I always knew that he liked to improvise. He liked to imagine. Mm. So, so um, as part of the theater, we created a children's school. It was called the Children's School of the Development of Intuitive and God-Conscious Art. And, and all the kids, what they did was they performed and they created plays. And so he, uh, oh, I wish I had, I wish I had the um, video. Oh, um, can, I'll, 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 I'm sure we could find it. If you do, send it to right. me and I'll post it. Oh, yeah, we'll okay. post it on our Instagram. Right. And um, he um, and he would perform. He, he was so into it. Like all the other kids would be singing and dancing, but he would be really into it. He would like put 199% into his performances. Um, and so uh, we knew then that he was destined and then Shirley, when did he when did you start submitting him for auditions as a child? How old was he? Oh no, he didn't he didn't start doing that until he was twelve years old. Boy, you got that one commercial that I always joke about. The, the, the the he was twelve. He was twelve. He was twelve when he got folded. Yeah. You so have been away a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, I've got his line memorized for, for decades now. But you, you know what? have but been away what? a long time. But, but you know what though? He went and got okay. We had a neighbor that lived on the floor above us who was a photographer. And her son and, was a big time actor. Actor, right. And so she took his photograph. He had two photos. He had like the two, um, the two proofs. Yeah. He took one of the proofs and he went to Abrams Artist. That's and, where I was. Yeah, he went to Abrams Artist. He was 12 years old. They sent him on an audition. He had his bus pass. He went to the audition with his bus pass. He got a callback. He went to the callback. He booked it. He said, Ma, they told me I need to bring a guardian now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't so, have to bring a guardian to the audition, but if you get the job, you got to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he booked his first audition. It was uh, Oatmeal Raisin Crisp. Look what they've done to my oatmeal. Yes. Oh, I didn't know you'd gotten. I just always assumed you only got one commercial. You got multiple. No, the first audition I ever went out for was this new cereal that was coming out called Oatmeal Raisin Crisp, and I remember I was just like, I'm just gonna sing. I'd never heard the song. It was like, look what they've done. It's an old song, and I was like, I'm just gonna sing. And I remember singing it, and then being like, oh, he's so adorable. And then. What I did on the audition wasn't exactly what I had to do in the commercial. Like in the commercial, I had to be like, look what they've done to oatmeal. 
And in the audition, I, I, was, I was, and I remember in the audition, I was like, "Look what they've done to me! <laughs> <laughs> Look what they've done to own me! <laughs> now, for goodness' sake, they got them crispy flakes with a whole new taste to peel. Yeah, look what they've done to O'Neal. Right, and so I, that's what I did. I pretty much went on the audition was like trying to Christina Aguilera the part. <laughs> Just like but it worked, you got it. And I got it. And then when I got to the audition, I, I mean, to the, to the actual shoot, I tried to do that. And they were like, no, 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 no. Your line is, look what they've done to O'Neal. Stop like, singing. Stop right. singing. <laughs> so I was like, and, and, and you have to do it in like, and you have to do it in five seconds. <laughs> or three seconds. And I was like, oh, shut. So the commercial comes out and, you know, it's the quickest thing ever at the end of every one of them, too. And it played everywhere for such a long time. Look what they've done to oatmeal. And that was it. <laughs> oh, I got to look that one up on YouTube. I've only you can seen find it, I'm sure. I've only um, seen that one. And then, and then after that was TurboGrafx-16, right? I don't remember. It was that TurboGrafx-16, which was like, right around the time Sega came out and all of that stuff. And then came the Folgers Coffee commercial. Oh, no, wait. Folgers came before Turbo Graphics. That's right. I take that back. So, Shirley, what was it like as a mom? You know, this business is so close to impossible. And then here's your 12-year-old booking commercials. That must have been exciting. Well, well, I was running a theater, and so I couldn't take him. So I would, take, I would um, hire the actors to take him to his shoots because... I couldn't go. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, um, so you really never got to experience it in, other than watching it, huh? Except for when we did the Folgers commercial. You did come with me to that. I yeah, I did. That. I did go to the Folgers commercial. And I went to Washington, D.C. when you shot the Polaroid commercial that never aired. That never aired, right. Right, I yeah. I that, too. So, so I did go to that one. But I never, I never, like, one time, um, he would come, go to California and test. I never went. Yeah, I, I went, went once. I went once. I went yeah, once. That was the when Tevin Campbell blew me out the water. No, Grandma was with me when that happened. Yeah. Wait, Holy what shit. happened? So I went on an audition back in the day for this Quincy Jones pilot, right? And uh, it was about the dude who got the the star of the show was Skippy from Family Ties. Remember Skippy, Alex's yeah. best friend? Yeah. So he's the lead on the show, and he Skippy. plays this he plays like this record producer or something like that. And uh, out of New York, I was the one that made it out of New York, but I had to go to L.A. I get to L.A. Wait, how, wait, how old are you at this point? I'm not even in high school yet. You know what I mean? But, so you had to have a guardian to fly with you. Yes. And so His my, grandmother went. My grandmother went with me, right? And, you know, we get there, and I'm feeling good. I'm singing in the audition. I come out to Chena Arnold's there, and she's like, wow, that was really good. Now, I had seen her in Little Shop already. She was in Little Shop of Horror already, and she was in all of these other things. And I was like, holy cow, a bona fide celebrity, a bona fide star told me I did a good job on this audition. So I'm like, I think I got this. I go to LA with my grandmother. We walk in, Tisha Campbell's at the audition. Like, now it's like big leagues. Now it's like, holy cow, everybody is here. And there's these two kids there that are auditioning for my part, but I had never heard of them. One's name was Rasan Patterson, and the other kid's name was Tevin Campbell. And I'm like, there's no way these two suckers is going to be me for this part. I, I can't wait to go in. <laughs> so Rasan Patterson goes in first, crushes. I'm like, he was good. 
You can hear him this. through the walls? Yes. But I like, I'm like, I got this. Tevin Campbell goes in next. Now, I don't know if you people out there know who Tevin Campbell is. Tevin Campbell's the one that's saying uh, uh, that can song. Can we uh, talk for a minute? Not just that, but, it, but at the time, I guess tomorrow will bring a better you, a better me. I know that we'll show this world, right? Whatever that song was. And then after that, he's had songs like, can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name, right? He's had several Joel's hits. Joel's going to light a lighter pretty soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> several hits since then. He goes in and fucking slays. Now, and when I say... After, and you have to go after him. Yes. Now, I go in. The piano player is not in my key. And he's singing. He's playing the shit real high. So now I'm like, you and I must make a pat. And I'm like, I fucking don't get, I'm not going to get this part. I was like, at least when, when they have me read, I know I'll take these guys out because I know I can read, right? I know, I know these guys are singers, but I'm the actor in the bunch. They had me read. No, they didn't even get, I didn't even get to the read. They were like, after I finished, I came out, I sat down and I could tell people in the audience were like, Eesh. I mean, in the, in the audition, like, Eesh, it didn't go that well. And they're like, uh, and I'm sitting there. And my grandmother's like, you did all right, baby. <laughs> and uh, they come on, they go, Donald, you can leave now. Thank you. And I was like, Oof. <laughs> And like, I had my suitcase, like we had just got off the plane, like oh. all of that shit. Like, you know what so I mean? Rough. Like it hurts. And then that night we, we hung out with the other girl who didn't get the part also. And we went bowling and all of that stuff. But I just remember walking as soon as I was done singing, they were like, thank you, Donald. And I was like, oh. And all because the pianist wasn't playing it in your key. You no, all because it. Tevin Campbell got in my freaking soul and right. destroyed <laughs> all my confidence. It always, it always sucks when you can, you know, sometimes, for those of you who don't know, when you're in an audition room, you can hear, it's like you're just outside the door. And so you can hear other people going. And that just can be such a mind fuck. If it's, if, but it can be a boost if the person sucks and you're like, right. oh. I got the. I remember sitting in waiting rooms when I first got out of Hollywood, and I'd look around the waiting room and I'd just be so insecure. And all these guys were so good looking, and I'd be like, "I'm never gonna. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> these guys are like models." And then I'd hear them go, and I'd be like, "Uh oh, well, <laughs> I I can act. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a shot." <laughs> remember when Sean Wayne Wayne sent you to the bathroom? Yeah. So no, not Sean Marlon. Marlon. So what I grew happened? up with so I grew up with Marlon Wayans, Omar Epps. They went to LaGuardia, and this my brother, my my friend Mitch. They and the three of them, they're like best friends. They're like the three amigos. But I used to ride the train, the bus from my school all the way up to 125th Street, where the National Black Theater was, pretty much every day. So I would, and they would ride all the way uptown too. So I was always with them and. You know, I got to know them and we would laugh and shoot the shit all the time and, you know, sometimes hang out after school. Like, you know, it was, it was, they were friends of mine. And one, I didn't know Marlon was an actor. And one time I went on an audition and he was there and uh, I was like, hey man, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm auditioning. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm auditioning. I was like, where, where, where's the room at? Oh, he goes, he says, it's down the hall. It's that way. Uh, Go through that door, through that door, and then around the corner, and then it's like the last door all the way down the corridor. And I was like, thanks, man. 
I was like, break a leg. He was like, you too. It looked like he was getting on the, the uh, elevator. I walk all the way down there. No. After signing in. No. I walk all the way down there, and it turns out to be the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? So I come all the way back, and where the sign-in sheet was, was the door to go into the audition. So I opened the door to go into audition, and he's sitting in the room, <laughs> smiling at me like, hey, man. <laughs> And he totally mind fucked me. I didn't get that part either, man. <laughs> there's so many tricks that people do as as actors in the waiting room. Like you'll see, there's the guy who tries to keep you uh, talking, talking and, the whole time. Yeah, Fuck so that you're dude, not man. so you're not getting in your head about like getting in your great headspace to go in and kill it. Did I tell you guys about the guy who used to come out of every audition crying? I forgot about the sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. did. In case you missed one, that, that the short version is he'd come out, he'd, he'd be crying, and we'd all be looking at the pages like, where the fuck is the crying scene? <laughs> and, and, and he would just throw it in because he could cry on cue like that. And he'd be like, he'd be like swiping his tears. He'd come out like, good luck, everybody, break a leg. And we're like, what's going on? And then I once finally asked him, I was like, dude, why are you crying in every audition? He's like, oh, people love it when you can cry like that. They don't care if, if it's even in the scene. They just they think you're a good actor. I'm like, well, how do you do that? He goes, I just think of anyone doing anything mean to animals. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, and I'm sitting there like thinking of people doing mean things to animals and no tears are coming. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck that guy, dude. I hate that, man. I mean, I love it. It's a, it's a great skill to have. But, you know, crying doesn't make you a good actor. That's no, I know. I'm just talking about mine. I'm just talking about going off of what you said about all the shenanigans that happen in, in, oh. in casting waiting rooms of people trying to mind fuck each other. Yeah. And it, it, it still happens. Like, I'll go on auditions now. Uh, uh, like, I auditioned for a television show two years ago when everybody was auditioning and you could still go out. And this one person in the waiting room just kept talking to me. And I was like, dude, I know what you're doing. Please stop. And it's okay. You don't have to do this. We're all going <laughs> to get our shot. You're better than this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't have yeah. to do this, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he just kept doing it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just step outside. Yeah, yeah since, since I've been an agent. Um, we should uh, get into that story before we before Well, we, they, we, can, we can do them simultaneously. But but yeah, Shirley, tell us about um, but what, what you're about to say. And then I want to ask you a question about agent. Right. Well, since I've been an agent, um, uh, there was a mother that would take her child to the audition and they would bring their boa constrictor with them. So if you could imagine a bunch of kids <laughs> in an audition and somebody walks in with a boa constrictor. Right. They're, all the kids are going crazy for the snake. Yeah. Right. Pet the snake and hold the snake and not really concentrate. Or be on afraid, or be afraid, be afraid of, the snake. of the snake or whatever it is. It can be such a, you know, you can work a week on an audition. It's like the, you know, it's the analogy I often think of is the Olympics in that it doesn't matter how long you trained. It doesn't matter how great you were at, in your home gym or in your living room. All that matters is what you do when you walk in that room and, and you can get so easily, well, it's easy to get mind fucked by what's happening outside the room and what's yeah. going on in your head that day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah. The distraction is real and you only get one shot when you go on an audition too. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the thing that they don't, you know. That's the thing that they don't train you for. You mm -hmm. can rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse. One slip up and, you know, casting most likely is moving on. You know, for the most part, if you can walk in and give perfection when you audition, you're most likely going to get the part. Uh, if, you have, if, you, if you have the look, that's a bonus. 
But if you can deliver that one time, right now, yeah. deliver, yeah. they're going to hire and, you. And in, an, and in an interesting way that's unique and different. Mm-hmm. Right. And different from the, everybody else. But wait, Shirley, I want to go back to just like keeping in Donald's career. So then what, what was the next big thing, Donald? Was it Clueless or Titans? No, I didn't. I, I did a bunch of really small uh, indie movies that turned out to be really big. Uh, before that, before I did Clueless and before I did Remember the Titans, like I did um, this movie Sugar Hill. Well, I did a bunch of television, like, you know, like little parts here on TV. And we met Wesley Snipes. And I remember I auditioned for Sugar Hill and got the part. And I had worked. Wesley Snipes walked me and my mom home to the sub. Was it to the subway or was it? What was it? Oh, I don't remember that. Okay, so. When I I got a I got a small part where I was a where New York was the, the name of the show was called Help and New oh, York yeah. was, and New York was overrun by rats in the in one of the episodes and I had one line and you know they made me dress up like a like a like I was a street thug and you know the news is on me and I'm rapping to the camera and I go hey New York. Don't worry about nothing. We here to do some serious rat busting. And I got a bat in my hand, right? <laughs> and Wesley Snipes plays like a cop on the show. And after I did that scene, he walked with me and my mom to the subway station. He walked us to the subway station. He gave us his whole spiel on, you know, who he was and what he had, you know, what he was up to. About four years later, uh, I guess it was my senior year, and it wasn't my senior, junior or senior year in high school. I got a part. I started getting small parts in movies. Juice was first, and then uh, Sugar then I, Hill. Sugar Hill, and Wesley Snipes was in Sugar Hill. And I remember we're doing a bunch of scenes and stuff. And I was like, "You don't remember where you met me, do you?" He's like, "Of course I do, man. We met on nine uh, help nine one one back, you know, a few years ago." I'm, you know, I'm I'm really happy you're here right now. And I was like, holy shit, Wesley Snipes remembers me. This big, <laughs> this big huge star remembers me. But the, there were small roles in small movies that turned out to be like either a hood classic, like Juice and and uh, Sugar Hill are straight hood classics. Man, Michael uh, Michael Wright's in one is in Sugar Hill. Like it's it's it's. I was very lucky to be around a lot of the people. I grew up with in the building that my mom lives in now. So like uh, Wesley Snipes, Michael Wright, all of these actors would come and frequent Manhattan Plaza. Yeah, what and- was it surely about that building that attracted so many actors? Well, what happened was that um, Manhattan Plaza was supposed to be a luxury building and, um, and because the uh, convention center was supposed to be built where it is now, but but years before, uh, the convention center didn't happen then, and so um, the Actors Equity and SAG lobbied for the building to be um, a residence for artists. But so, who was the who was the head? Who was the person who spearheaded that? Uh, Punjab from Annie, right? The guy who played. Yes, um, Joffrey Holder. Joffrey Holder. Jeffrey Holder. Right. Jeffrey Holder was one of the people. Um, wasn't he the Wasn't he the Seven Up guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sebastian, <laughs> Sebastian from uh, Little Mermaid too. Yeah. So oh. there were quite a there were quite a few people that um, that wanted it to be an artist um, complex. 
So 70% of the people that moved into the building were either um, performing artists or artist personnel. So, so um, screenwriters like Angela Lansbury lived here. Tennessee Nell Williams Carter, lived here. No Carter. Um, and, and, and Alicia Keys was uh, grew up with Shun here. And um, it, it was a building. It is still a building for performing artists. Wow. So it, it, it's, it's still that way. They still yes. have that. Wow. Yes, yes. I mean, and, and it's so amazing because um, um, I'm, I'm on the Tenants Association here. I'm, I'm one of the VPs. And we try to make sure that um, we have uh, things in the building that support artists and support. Um, so, so, so like during COVID, we did um, concerts on the plaza. Which is where a playground. People could, where people could actually uh, sit on their balconies and listen to the music. That's so um, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and then on the Quiet Park, which is a, another part, we'd have string orchestras out there. And um, so, so that people that lived in that area would be able to, to view it. Um, when I think about it, Mom, you set me up to be what I am right now because of, you know, your your tenacity to get into the building, first of all. Like, you mm -hmm. were like, I'm going to get us into this building. And yeah, you did, did that. And so mm -hmm. then now I'm surrounded by all of these actors and musicians and entertainers and writers and directors. Like Larry David's from Manhattan. Seinfeld is based on Manhattan Plaza. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Larry David's uh, uh, neighbor. Right. He's No, he wasn't. No. Kramer, the Kramer, actual yes. Kenny Kramer, I grew up with his daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Yeah. And so, like, I was always around actors, so it was always a possibility in my mind. I can do it. I've seen, I've seen my neighbor do it. My next yeah. door neighbor's on freaking Broadway. My, you know what I mean? So I always thought. And you you're know, right in the middle of it. I mean, you're, you're, you're a block from Times Square where it's all happening. Mm -hmm. But not just yeah. that. But then I would go uptown to Harlem, and my mom's directing plays. And you know what I mean? So I'm like, I can do this. I know I can do this. It's in my I'm seeing my mom do it. I know I can do it. And so I knew at a very young age I was going to be an actor. And it's really because of you, Mom, because you kind of set me up to be where I'm at right now. You know, you, you, people talk about momagers and everything like that. My mom wasn't a momager or anything like that. But I, I, I missed out on quite a few things. Like, I was a pretty good athlete. I missed out on basketball. I missed out on baseball. Like, like real big games and stuff. My mom would be like, you have an audition. And I would never get those parts. But she was setting me up for you know, success. And I appreciate that so much. Mom. Oh, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. 
Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new Seeds Fruit and Nuts Bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, friends, the year 2024 has gone by so quickly. I can't believe it's almost summer. What's something that you're proud of accomplishing in 2024 so far? Do you have more that you'd like to accomplish before the year is over? When life goes so fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. Therapy is the greatest tool to help you with relationships, serious issues that you've got to get off your chest, or just to help you stay on track for the goals you'd like to accomplish before the end of the year. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note are the chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Shirley, tell us about um, like what was what was a big like he was getting these smaller parts and then what did you feel and I don't know the chronology if it was clueless or titans but when was, what was like a oh shit next step for Donald's career? Mm, um when, how about well, this, well, Mom? When were you like, oh, shit, he's going to do it. He's really going to do it. No, I knew I knew he was going to do it from the very beginning. And it wasn't, you know, you know, there's sometimes when there are kids that there's a point in their life where they do a whole bunch of stuff and then they don't do anything else. Yeah. Uh, he had a, a steady, constant career. So maybe he might do one thing a year or two things a year. 
but he would always do something. So I knew that it was it was something that was constant. It wasn't something that was just, oh, he's cute right now, and so he's going to work right now. Mm. It, it, I was really clear that he was going to, it, there was going to be longevity yeah. in in his career. And um, and so we supported him in, in, in doing that. Um, and I remember one year, we went to the movies to see something. I don't remember what it was, but, but uh, um, the preview for upcoming attractions came on and there he was. And it was New Year's Eve, I think, that we had gone to the movies. And it was like, oh my God, he's, he, he, his scene was in the coming attraction. And I was, I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. You know? <laughs> What movie yeah. was that, Donald? Do you probably remember? remember the Titans. No, it was before Remember the Titans. Oh I yeah, mm -hmm. I don't think I. Yeah. Okay, sure. I, I remember when I knew that it was. I didn't. I knew that I had reached a level when I was. Disney rented out a movie theater for my mom and all of her friends and myself to go watch Remember the Titans. Wow! Yes. Before yeah. it came yeah. out. Wow. Yeah. And that was yeah. when I was like, holy shit, it's, it's, you know, I had done Clueless already. I had done Waiting to Exhale already. But that's when I was like, holy shit. Like, there's a scene in um, uh, Notorious where Biggie's sitting down and he's listening to Sky's the Limit. He's like, holy shit, I did it. Yeah. I did it. I'm the best rapper alive. I did it. I did it. Mm. And I didn't think I was the best actor alive. But I was like, holy shit, I did it. Yeah. I'm in a movie with an actor my mom has always talked about my whole ever since i can remember denzel like this like i i used to make a joke there's three pictures in the house growing up there was a picture of jesus a picture of dr martin luther king and then a picture of denzel washington i used to make that, yeah right and so and so my i remember doing being there and seeing my mom, my friends, everybody like caught up in this movie and not really thinking about me in the movie, just being caught up in the in the moment, you know what I mean? In the in the magic and saying, Holy shit, I did it. I fucking I I finally I did it. I did it. I may I know I knew walking out of that theater, my mom was on cloud nine because of it. Even yeah. if, I don't know if she liked Clueless, I don't know if you liked I'm, I'm sure you liked waiting to exhale, but I knew you were on cloud nine when you walked out of the theater after watching Remember the Titans. Because yeah. everybody else was. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The thing about Remember the Titans also that I loved was was the historical the historical element about mm -hmm. it. And 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 I remember watching it and there was a moment where everybody, all my friends, we all just stood up. I mean, it was just so it was it was just so emotional. Yeah. You know? And um and yeah. it holds up. I mean, I just recently saw it for the first time, uh, which uh, Donald uh, loves to talk about. But I, <laughs> you know, it, it holds up today. I, I, I was on the verge of standing up and applauding when I watched it in my house. <laughs> it's, it's one of the, yeah, I, I knew after that, I was like, you know, whatever happens after this is, is, is uh, gravy. I had no idea that Scrubs would be next. Like, it went from, my 20s were fucking awesome because of the work that I got to do. Clueless, yeah. Remember the Titans, Waiting to Exhale, Scrubs, like all of those things came into play. 
yeah. in my 20s. And, Shirley, and do I, you remember, um, just now that he brought up Scrubs, do you remember, like, that, like, finding out that he got it, like, knowing that he had that he was a serious contender for it and that all of a sudden he got this primetime show? She knew nothing about it until we came to Upfront and I took her to yeah. Upfront. Yeah. Oh, really? What's upfront. that story? You just, you didn't, because you, you didn't want to, you didn't want to like have her be Well, I had been on a television, I had been on a television, I had been on several television shows before Scrubs that were, Yeah, he had done Clueless and Felicity and... Right, right. That were struggling to stay on the air, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, like really struggling. So then what did you tell her at the upfronts? Like, how did that go down? I was like, hey, I got a show. Do you, uh, why don't you come with me to upfronts? That's the year that you were, they were like, Donald, you didn't get the memo? It was that year. Oh, that's, yeah. We went was to that year front. one? Yeah, was we that... all went to our first big event, and we were all dressed up, and Donald's like in sweatpants. And I remember, like, some photographer was like, what's the matter, Donald? Didn't get the memo? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my mom, for the first time, saw because, you know, they would play a sizzle reel of the show at the upfronts and she saw it for the first time. She was like, it's really good. Mm. Oh my God, it's so good. I can't believe this is so good. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And that night I gave Jeff Zucker a nugget. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Mom, I want to talk about one thing. So um, let's talk about how you became an agent. Yeah. Because that was you... really interesting to me. I remember you just always being like, I'm going to be involved in your career. And I remember me always fighting you saying, there's no way I'm ever going to let you be a part of all of this. And then the next thing I know, you were working at my agent's office. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, okay. So I became, an, it was a, a life change, a career change. Because um, I had been working in theater. I had been a development officer. I'd been a director. I'd been a producer. I've been executive director, and at, at some point I got burnt out, and also um, me and Donald's father broke up. So um, I and I worked with him, and so I I wanted to do something different, and uh, Shun was uh, working at the agency when he wasn't working, um, you know, pulling pictures and doing. Why don't you tell him the name of the agency? You can tell him the name of the agency. Oh, Carson Adler Agency. So Very Shun famous agency in New York. Yeah. So Shun was working at the agency um, uh, as an assistant, and uh, he was going to go to do something. It wasn't Clueless, because I was there when he got Clueless. It was something else he was going to test for or something. And, um, and he I asked was you like, to cover for me. Yeah, you did. You asked me to cover for you. while Because I wanted to shift what I was doing. And so I covered for him, and when he got back, he didn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this sounds like the funniest movie. I would so watch this movie. A guy has a job, and he's like, Mom, I need a favor. Cover for me. <laughs> I came back. They were like, you can't work here no more. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Your mom's running the place. They're like, well, yeah, I mean, now now it's to the point where she's a partner and you know, no, I'm saying, of course, we want, I, I want to hear that. But I think it's funny that your mom was doing your job so well that they were like, no, bro, sorry, you're gone. Well, I was horrible at the job. Like, I sucked at it. I was really bad. It has a lot. To, there was a lot of typing and spelling and reading involved. And Zach, you know me. I'm not strong in any of those categories. So yeah. I had to I had to uh, I had to relinquish that job. And, and that was and that was before um, word processing. So it was a typewriter. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I went and I and I covered for him, and I communicated that I wanted to become an agent, and so, 
after about six months of being quote unquote an assistant, um, I got my sub franchise and I, um, and so, um, Carson Adler was known as a children's agency and Nancy asked me what I wanted to do. And I, it's hard working with parents. It really is. And so I said, I wanted to focus more on young adults and adults. Mm. So I started the, um, the young adult adult vision of the division of the agency. Mm. And um, become quite successful. Let's talk about some of the people that you represented or some of the people that have come through that agency that are now big time in Hollywood. Like, well, one of my, one of my clients was Constance Wu. I, I represented her right out of college. Wow. Um, I represented Laz Alonzo. Um, I've represented, um, B.B. Winans, uh, Stephanie Mills, um, Robin Givens. Um, yeah. Let's talk uh, about some of the kids that you used to take to their auditions. Like, did you ever use, is it true you used to take Kristen Bell to her auditions? And stuff? Yes, I did. I did. Cause she would fly in from Chicago wow. and Nancy would pick her up from the airport and bring her to the agency. And then I would take her to her auditions and then Nancy would take her back to the airport and she would fly back to Chicago at the end of the day. Wow. Uh, I, I ran into uh, Leah Michelle. Is that her uh-huh. name? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Same thing with her, right? Yeah. Well, Leah, Leah would, Leah lived in New York. Right. Um, um, and uh, so, so she, so she actually would go on her own auditions, but she would, she would come in the office a lot. And Bethany, Bethany Joy Lenz, mm-hmm. um, David Crumholtz. Um, Crumholtz. I remember Crumholtz back in the day. Yeah, I was a kid actor at a place called Fox Albert. You remember them? Oh yes, I do. I remember Fox Albert. So that's where I was, uh, and I would, and, and it was a similar situation to you. I'd, I'd I'd come in, and I was too young. Sometimes I, I was too young in the beginning, and I'd have a, a guardian or or someone with me. And sometimes someone from the agency would take me around because I was so mm-hmm. young and wide eyed mm-hmm. and didn't know New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting how many people come up to me in Hollywood. You know, it, it used to be everybody who was African-American. would be like, your mom was my agent in uh, New York City. It happens <laughs> to me, too. Right. By the way, when I, when I walk around Manhattan or the theater district, people know that I know you, obviously, and they, they use Shirley as a way to start talking to me. They're like, I know Shirley Faison. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Everybody knows Shirley Faison. We're in the theater district. Calm down. <laughs> that's, but that's something that you really, like, that's where you thrive also. Like you have you've had you have people that turned into movie stars and stuff like that. But you thrive on Broadway and off Broadway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, before the pandemic, because Broadway's not happening right now. But um Hamilton, uh Lion yeah. King, name a show. Um But did what about uh what was the one that Zach and I love so much? Uh, uh You'll have to be more specific. Oh, <laughs> one, the one the one with the Josh Gad that Josh Gad was in. Oh, uh, Book of Mormon. Oh. Uh, uh, yes, I've had I've had people in Book of Mormon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Shirley, this is a question I get all the time, and I never know the answer to it because I was a kid actor, and uh, mm-hmm. and and I had a and I had a weird kind of way into the business. But for those people listening, who either they or they have a child that aspires, like, how do you even begin to get an agent in in two thousand twenty one? Like, I, I don't even I don't even know what to tell people how to how to do it. Um, there's several ways. Um... As an agent, I go to showcases. So, um, and if there's a reputable school, um, 
that you go to and they do a showcase. I'll go to the showcase if they hold a showcase and I will um, see who I like and speak to the person who teaches the classes about that particular person. Or a teacher might say, you know, I have an incredible student that I would like for you to um, to see. Mm. Also, Go ahead, also, also um, I go to shows um, off-Broadway, off-off-Broadway um, little theaters. And if there's someone that I like, um, I will speak to whomever to, to get in touch with them. Um, sometimes um, I might see a YouTube video. And, and, and it's like, oh, my God, that person's amazing. Mm. Um and I might try to reach out to them. That's a little, you know, if a person has a whole lot of followers and, you know, a larger agency is going to try to scoop them, grab them before I can get to them. But, but, um, the most but important thing, it seems like, is to find a way to not only be in something, right. but then get uh, talent agents to come to the thing. I mean, that's, that's the right. most important thing is to have them see you do something. Right. Yes, exactly. You guys don't do open calls anymore. Like have people come in and just, well, I have to do that with screen actors guild and with actors equity association. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as people just coming into the office and doing an open call that way, no, I, I make appointments and now during COVID I do zoom appointments. When I was at uh, uh, my last year at Northwestern, they had a we had a showcase, and that yes. was really that was really helpful. We did they invite casting directors and agents and managers, and and you do like a, a dramatic monologue and a oh, no sorry I did a yeah you know, a dramatic scene and a comedic scene, and you know not, I don't think anything really fully materialized from it, but it was like a good it was good experience, and then I did got some some nibbles, and I remember one of them was from Blue Man Group because. They were just they were just looking for anyone that was six feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Willing to put on that blue makeup. Yeah, and I was like, they were like, we can basically their attitude was like, we can teach you everything. We can teach you yeah. to drum. We can teach you to, to whatever you need to do. But we need to be six foot tall and willing to shave your head and turn blue. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Thanks, Blue Man Group. <laughs> and then flash forward to Blue Man Group on Scrubs. Right. And then we had them on Scrubs. There you go. Yeah. Um we have a caller, Mom. Yeah, your mom might not even know to. that we take callers. We take callers on this show for, you know, the three times that you've listened. I'm sure you probably we, we don't know if you've made it to the caller section. During yes, the three I have. Times I, yes, I have. I have. I okay. have. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna have a, we're gonna invite a caller in, and we're gonna they're gonna ask two questions, right, Joel? And then we're gonna and then we do a segment called "Fix Their Life," where you're gonna we're gonna enlist you to help us fix their life. Okay. We're, we become pop psychologists for ten minutes. Okay. Um, we need to take Before a break. Before we do that, we'll go to break, though, right? Okay, we're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? 
Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on kindsnacks.com today. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Hey there, it's Zach Braff here. I'm here to tell you about a new podcast, Car and Drivers Into Cars, a production of Car and Driver and iHeartMedia's Ruby Studio. Hosted by Eddie Alterman and Tony Quiroga, Into Cars is the ultimate podcast for car lovers. Whether you're in the market for a new set of wheels or just love the sound of a V8, Car and Drivers panel of editors and car experts test drive and review today's most compelling new rides. And the best part, you'll find no filter on Eddie and Tony. They review cars with the same blend of intelligence, independence, and irreverence that has made Car and Driver a trusted source for news and reviews since 1955. Car and Driver's Into Cars is brought to you by eBay Motors. All the parts you need at the prices you want. Guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Visit ebaymotors.com for more. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So jump in, buckle up, and listen to Car and Drivers Into Cars, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we're back. All right. So, Joelle, Daniel, bring in the guest and let's wow them on a Sunday. 
or here a comes, Tuesday, my birthday, when you're listening indeed. to this. Uh, here comes Teddy Shapiro. Teddy Shapiro. All right. Give it up for Theodore Shapiro. Thunderous applause, Hi, Dan. Teddy Shapiro. Thunderous applause. Oh, my God. There you are. You How, are, How you, are you, Theodore? How are you, Theodore? I am great. Thank you, Donald. How are you? I am well. Thank you for asking. You're we have my frozen. lovely mother, Shirley Faison, with us. Mrs. With- Faison, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Ted? I'm good. Thank you. And, and we that's, have- of course, legendary Daniel and legendary Joelle. Pleasure. Welcome. And that right there is the one and only Zach Braff. Yes, I have on my terry cloth shirt for you today because uh, it's a gorgeous day in Los it. Angeles. And, uh, Beautiful day in Chicago. I didn't uh, want you to see me naked, so I put my terry cloth shirt on. Thank you. Um, how, welcome to the program. Um, we're so happy you're here. You have the added advantage of having the legendary Shirley Faison on the program. Do you have a question for us that we can answer? I do. I do. Um, My first question is for Donald and Zach is, you know, I know you guys are best friends, but when did you guys first feel like that connection? And when did you guys first realize like, oh, this is gonna be my man and my man for like, ever? Instantaneously. Yeah, it was. I mean, well, Donald has a different answer. Instantaneous. I, he had me at first hip hop hug. Right it wasn't a hip hop hug. Dan, it no. was a hip hop hug, Donald. <laughs> it wasn't Dick Knight. Are I you didn't... implying we went groin to groin in Bill's living room? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we went groin to groin. No, Bill's I think there room. was the arm barrier. There was no barrier. There was no <laughs> barrier. There was. It was a hey, 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 yeah. and then a big yeah, hug. Donald was. I, I've said this before, but I was nervous because I, I was I knew that I knew who he was obviously he was a famous actor and I was kind of like what's this going to be like he's going to play my best friend will he be cool will he, will he be arrogant well what's the vibe going to be and we were in Bill's and Krista's living room and he was at the bar there was a you know a little bar area and he turned around and he went hey <laughs> and I was like oh I already love this guy and then we had a big hug which may or not been grind to grind I don't recall and um and we never looked back. Donald, when did you think that you realized that you I knew me? we were best friends when we were living in New York one year after the first season of Scrubs. We were living right. in New York and we were in our underwear playing ping pong. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's legendary. That's I, I, had to, I had to break it to Donald that um, his room was the laundry room because I had gotten right. there first. And he was like, yeah. I'm not Benson. I'm not Benson. <laughs> So I, I wound up staying like on a cot right outside of his. No, it wasn't a cot. It was a bed. It's just it was very intimate. We 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 basically shared a room. Yes. Oh, look at the martini coming out of Teddy. All right, Teddy. Teddy is up. early. Look at you. Oh, no, it's not early. Chicago. Chicago. It's, You're in Chicago. It? It's seven or seven? six. 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 All right. Nice. All right. Go for yours. Um, <laughs> all right, Teddy. Next question. Go. Um, and then uh, just. What kind of, what actor, producer, writer, director kind of had the most profound impact on yours and Donald's career from, you know, going forward? Uh, Well, I'm going to give a controversial answer, but it's not, it's the answer, I'm going to give you the true answer, which is Woody Allen. And I know that that's extraordinarily uh, uh, because of all the stuff we're learning now. Mm -hmm. But when I was growing up, he was a godhead to my family. It was my parents' favorite. It's all, you know, if we, if the humor was what we grew up on. It was, you know, that sort of East Coast neurotic Jewish guy. 
Um, and I think it did, it did inform a lot of my comedic timing. He wasn't the only one. Mm -hmm. There were others like Neil Simon and Mel Brooks and, but definitely my mother and father's love of his movies was, was sort of ingrained upon us that that's, that's what was funny. That was that comedic timing and, 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 and his style of storytelling was, was definitely very impactful. And I think impactful on, on the films that I'm, that I make as well. Um, so I was, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. So Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams are, you know, like when I was a kid, that was what was cool to me. Uh, when I became, when I got to high school though, Kadeem Hardison was my, I, like I idolized Kadeem Hardison. I even had the glasses that flipped up. You know what I mean? <laughs> he played Dwayne Wayne on uh, A Different, different world. world, which was a spinoff from The Cosby Show. And uh, I thought he was, you know, everything. Like, I even tried to dress like him. Any movie that he was in, from, like, School Days to Vampire in Brooklyn, I, I had to see it, you know? And um, White Men Can't Jump. And uh, he's also the one that kind of, when I was at a point where I needed to, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? I performed in front of him once, and he came up, um, you know, it was... It was a bunch of us performing, but I I had a monologue, and after the show was over, he came to me and hugged me and squeezed me tight. He was like, "Yo, man, that was amazing," and he kind of set me on the adult path of, "Yo, if Kadeem Hardison says I could do it, if the dude that I tried to be like came here and told me I was amazing, I'm going for I'm going for this." And yeah, uh, Kadeem, and then also Denzel Washington. Yeah. Does Kadeem, does he still work? He was oh, so absolutely. Talented. I haven't absolutely. seen him that much, but he was so good. So I he saw was him in something recently. I saw him in something recently. Um, there was a, t it was a short-lived TV series. No, he was on a long-lived TV series with Zendaya. He was on her, they did a television show together. Okay. On uh, Disney, I think. Okay. And, uh, um, he's, he, and, and I think he might be working right now on something. Mm-hmm. Um, he was so, there was a point in our, you know, our childhoods when he, that show was at its height of popularity and everybody looked up to that guy. He was, yeah. he was mm -hmm. like the ultimate, you know, he was kind of like a Ferris Bueller type character. Yeah. You know? He was, he, I, 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 I hate to compare it like that, but yeah, he was like the black Ferris Bueller. Like he was the dude that was kind of a geek, but somehow got the hot girl and yeah. Yeah. He was on Casey he, undercover. That's what it was. What he he used his charms to, uh, to win over the ladies. Yeah, Jasmine Guy and Lisa Bonet were the two ladies that he used mm -hmm. his charm to win over. You know what I? You know what happens when when you say the word Lisa Bonet to me? <laughs> I hear this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> Zoe Daniel, too, man. Zoe fine too. Don't get it twisted. She looked Daniel, just like her mom. Daniel, I need this put in the sound pad. <laughs> Got y'all sitting on over. <laughs> kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. 
Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on Amazon today. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Hey there, it's Zach Braff here. I'm here to tell you about a new podcast, Car and Drivers Into Cars, a production of Car and Driver and iHeartMedia's Ruby Studio. Hosted by Eddie Alterman and Tony Quiroga, Into Cars is the ultimate podcast for car lovers. Whether you're in the market for a new set of wheels or just love the sound of a V8, Car and Drivers panel of editors and car experts test drive and review today's most compelling new rides. And the best part, you'll find no filter on Eddie and Tony. They review cars with the same blend of intelligence, independence, and irreverence that has made Car and Driver a trusted source for news and reviews since 1955. Car and Driver's Into Cars is brought to you by eBay Motors. All the parts you need at the prices you want. Guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Visit ebaymotors.com for more. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So jump in, buckle up, and listen to Car and Drivers Into Cars. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Rewatch Show.
Uh, no, she's still uh, she's still a knockout, man. She's uh she's prettier than ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, her daughter is like an amazing actress too. Yeah. All right, yeah. it's time for Chicago's favorite segment. Shirley, this is when we fix your life. All right, sir, we are here and we have a very brilliant mind, Shirley Faison, who's a great mom and a great agent. She can help too. What is your question? So I'm 24, you know, um, just out of college and I'm still trying to find my passion. I'm in a job that, you know, I, I like where I do, but I don't necessarily see myself doing it long term. And I'm just trying to figure out, you know, you've all clearly found your passion and what you want to do in your life. And I'm just trying to figure out how do I do that with mine? Mm. Mom, what do you love is, more than anything? That, that's a hard question. I mean, <laughs> what do you do? What, 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 like when you, when you forget anything that is a job related thing, like take money out of the equation. When you, what, what, what do you, what's happening in your life that you're looking forward to that you go, oh my God, I can't wait for that. I mean, it could be camping. It could be traveling. It could be anything and everything that lights you up, that makes you go, yes, X, Y, Z is happening. What is that? Well, I don't know if Joelle told you, but um, I actually am a cancer survivor. I'm a pediatric cancer survivor. So something that I do find a lot of joy and passion in is working with, you know, kids who are in that kind of community and, you know, helping with that. Well, bro, that's a, that's, that's a pretty amazing Dude. place to start. That sounds that I mean, if you're not doing that now, I would suggest, I mean, getting into that, especially if it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. At the at the foundation of everything, you have to be happy, right? We all get into jobs, and uh, at some point, we realize this is this isn't for me. For me, it was being an agent, uh, uh, an assistant at an agent's office. I knew I didn't want to do that after a few days of doing it, even though I was getting paid. What made me happy was being an actor, and so I, my whole life, I pursued that. My mom was in theater. You could tell him. You could tell him if you want to, but she was in theater. And halfway through her, well, you know, I don't know what it's, how old were you when you decided to switch, Mom? You never 40. asked a woman her age, Donald. I was 40. So you 25. were 40 years she was old. 25. Donald. Right. You, you were 40 years old. So at 40, she was looking for something that would make her happy. And she became an agent. If that makes you happy, why not yeah, do it? Teddy, I just want to point something out to you. You were kind of like shoulders over a little bit, kind of soft-spoken. And then as you started talking about being a pe- pediatric cancer survivor and helping someone, your shoulders went back, your face lit up, you, your whole posture changed. It's like it, it's, there's something in you that that lights up, giving back the fact, that, the fact that those people who obviously, I'm sure, made a difference in your life when you were a child battling cancer and... I mean, that just goes to show you, like, that's when, when Donald and I talk about performing or entertaining, um, that's what, that, writing. directing, writing, that, that's what happens to us. We lean forward, we get passionate, we start just gesticulating all over the place. And I think for you, that's a good place to look. Now, I don't know, you wouldn't know better than us about what that looks like if you're not going to go to medical school. But I'm sure there's a lots of different people that made a difference in your life that that you that that you could take on a similar role for for children, other children, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right on. I guess you're welcome. What was your major? In college? <laughs> not yet, Kyle. Not yet. Not yet. What was your major in college? Uh, I majored in uh, management and minored in general business and finance. And what are you doing now? 
Uh, I'm working as an audit and an accounting at a Fortune 500 company. So you're doing what you went to school for pretty much. More or less, yeah. Right. I'm just, yeah, doing numbers. And you're ready to shift. I think, I mean, at a certain point, I think I am because this is, I'm, I'm not driven by what I'm currently doing, you know? Yeah. Now, what could you do to set you on the course to, 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 to something that, that is, that's in the spirit of what we're talking about? I mean, something, I mean, I want to parlay to be able to, if I could be able to like work in this industry and be able to provide for, let's say my future family and beyond, that's something I want to take an interest in because, you know, having that, you know, support, having, you know, monetary gain is semi-important to me as well. Not just, not just, you know, um, but yeah, so it's just kind of trying to find something where I can marry like having a, a job that I'm comfortable in as well as doing something that like I can able, I'm able to help, you know, someone in my position or someone like that. And, and it's just kind of, it, it's not an easy medium to find is, is what I've been looking into. Yeah. The good thing about 24 is um, you don't have a family yet. And, you know, obviously you have to pay for your rent and your food and your, your survival. But, um, mm-hmm. but, you, but now while you're young and wide-eyed, it's a great time to be trying and exploring these things out. You know, the second you start getting, you know, uh, having people that are reliant on you, you have a lot less freedom and can be way less nimble. You, you're in a 24 is like... Let me try different things. I mean, obviously, I'm not an idiot. I know you need to make enough money to, to pay for your life, but it's a great time to try out different things and and and, and you know get it, get exposed to to new things. I agree, I Joelle, Daniel. Do you have any thoughts on the matter? Yeah, uh, it doesn't last forever. <laughs> as soon as I yep. turned thirty, suddenly it was like, oh crap! There's so many things and people to take care of, and yeah, I would say if you're gonna do the switch, do it do it now and like just fully embrace it i have a lot of friends who switch their careers around the same age as you are now and like it's a it's a hustle but once you get there oh man what a joy to do the thing that you love like it's still work don't let anyone tell you it's not work it's still work but it is uh it's better work yeah and also you know your skills apply to so many different things like even if you're not um you know specifically reaching out to people and, and talking about your experience, being able to, you know, use your accounting skills, use the skills you've learned in schools to help out an organization that does yeah, do that already. And then that, right? including yourself into the story of what that organization does. It's a way to, you know, start that transition into a new career without having to completely change your life. Oh my God. That's great. Daniel, Daniel. That was great. I'm going to say, was I'm through. Daniel. Daniel. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. Daniel, Daniel, only one phrase comes to mind. You honor me. You, you, you honor me. You honor, you honor me. <laughs> no, listen, by the way, Teddy, that was really, that was better advice yeah. than I gave. I'm going to piggyback Absolutely. on that. Because I'm going to say take... whatever Daniel said, that works for No, because it's smart. He's smart. What he's no. saying is take Absolutely. your skill set, bring it to an organization that, I'm just making it up, that, that specifically uh, caters to and helps families dealing with pediatric cancer and say, hey, not only can I help with the face-to-face stuff, I'm interested in that. I'm a survivor myself. I know I no one has more empathy than me. But I can also bring my accounting skill set. Do you guys need that in your organization? I mean, you're you're a home run candidate for someone who could be working for an organization like that. That's great, Daniel. And let's 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 also be real. It's like in in the sector of helping people, it's the area that has the 
it has the least in terms of people who are like able to crunch numbers and, and people who know money and people who know business. It's like mm -hmm. so often those kinds of people, and this is not a dig at those kind of people at all or those kinds of work, but so often those people look for and move into huge companies, big money positions and stuff like that. And, you know, certain organizations that need money or people that are good with money sometimes flounder in those scenarios because people who want to help people have the compassion, but don't necessarily always have the business mind or the skill set. So I think you yeah. could be a huge asset to those companies. And also think about it, if you're a parent or, or a child going through cancer and the, the, the young man counseling you is 24 years old, super articulate, has the empathy, and he went through it and survived, Think how think of the connection the young person would feel as opposed to some older senior citizen or or someone they might not be able to relate to. That kid's going to be like, oh, my God, look at Teddy. He's he survived and he's great and he's thriving. And you'd be such a motivation to a young person, I think. Mm. Wow, I'm fired up, Teddy. All right. The good news is because you're uh, an inspiration and because um we like you extra a special amount. Oh, thank um, you. And in honor of Shirley Faison's uh, visit, we are going to send you a case of GT's kombucha. Yay! Thank do you. you. Do you like GT's kombucha already? I there is a tap at work of kombucha. I have not tried GT's, but I'm excited to try oh, wow. GT's. Well, buddy, I see oh. a fridge behind you, it's and good. what I like to do is stack mine up like I'm in a supermarket, <laughs> and like so it looks all neat and aligned. It might be my you, OCD. You read my mind. I like all my bottles stacked up neatly and with the labels facing out. Uh, you are getting a, uh, do we know what, what, he's probably getting an array of flavors, right, Joel? All a, a little bit of everything, a sample, awesome. sampler, as A little sample, a sample case. So thank you to <laughs> thank you to the folks at GTs for that and um, and what can we say? What we say is you're welcome, Teddy. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Um, I have I have no doubt that you're going to make a difference in people's lives. Donald and I go out and hopefully make people laugh a little bit and hopefully take their mind off some shit. But you're you're someone who's going to really have a noticeable impact on people's on, lives. Yes. Amen. Yes. Appreciate that. Amen. Oh, I appreciate right, Shirley? you, man. Yes. <laughs> Ma, don't 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 be shy. You can talk. It's okay. Oh yeah, no no sure. no! I'm not being shy. Okay, I, I think I think Teddy's gonna make a tremendous contribution to. Um, there's there's so many organizations, you know, um, that that do such great work. They send me letters every month to give contributions. Mm -hmm. And if Teddy if Teddy changes his mind again and wants to audition for the National Black Theater in Harlem, uh, would there be any opportunity for him there? I'm sure <laughs> they let there white would people. Be. Hold on now, don't get all crazy. They let white people do. All you got to do is live in Harlem, and oh, you can. I thought yeah. it was an African American company. You're saying you can be white no, and be the, in the company. No, you can you can be white and be in the company. They okay. they do they do Teddy, plays. There's that. hope for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, yeah. She's like, you can be white and be in the company. We need bad guys. Oh, my God. But Teddy, it's true. That's true. They do need that. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Or the Great White Hope. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, what else On we got to say? Note, no, I wait. Let's, we'll wrap it up. Joelle, what are we missing? What do we got to tell people? Um, 
Not much, really. I mean, we, we should we see. should thank everybody for that live show. Yeah, man. Oh, like, yeah, live yeah. show. Holy was, cow, man! Like we we kept it up for a week, and the response was amazing. And so, thank you so much for thank you so much for watching. We were probably gonna, we 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 had a lot of fun. We're talking about doing one in the summer again, right? For some yeah, yes. summer jam. I'm ready. And then I think we should have I I, I think we have we should have Sarah and Johnny C on the next one. Oh, uh, yeah, we've gotten yeah. a lot of requests for those oh, two to make yeah. appearances again. So yeah, I definitely think we should do one with Sarah and Johnny C. So so look for that information coming to you this summer. We should shout out all the people that are on the front lines. You know, people that we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Somebody hit me up on the internet and was like, you know, you guys always talk about the people that work in the hospital and the, mm. and, and oh. stuff, but there are other people on the front line that are. I think we got this. Uh, our trash collectors who are still out here. Thank you. Yes. Where, where would the world be without you? Uh, mm. People who work in a grocery store. My God, yes. saviors. Thank you for keeping us stocked and fed. We appreciate you. Um, our teachers and cross guards, everyone who's working in school mm-hmm. systems, helping keep mm-hmm. children educated when it's really mm-hmm. scary to go outside of your house. Bless yep. you. Thank you. Who am mm-hmm. I missing? There are so many more. There are so many more. I just want you to know that if you're out there and you're fighting, you're helping us fight against COVID and keeping America or the world safe. We appreciate you to the max. Like I can't tell you enough. I can't tell you enough. Your contribution is definitely appreciated. And so thank you very much. I want to say, yes, thank you for that. And I want to say that um, the DGA awards, surely I'm nominated for a DGA award. Can you believe that? Oh, that's amazing. This cat's uh, amazing. They're April 10th, and um, I don't think we we're going to record another show before then, right? Um, mm-hmm. No. So it's the next Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's, sorry, next Saturday. Next Saturday is the awards we record That's, next Sunday. Okay, so we won't. Um, we're doing one a week for now, guys, because as you know, Donald and I are both working, and we'll come back with a episode uh, rewatch uh, for you the next weekend. But... Um, so anyway, I've been working on my face because you know at the award shows, the camera's on you. It's going to be a Zoom camera, but they're going to – and you're supposed to – if you don't win, you have to be happy for the other people. So I've been practicing that in case I – do you do you want to see what it looks like? Yes. Yeah. All yes. right, so Donald, you just say, and the winner is – And the winner some, is not, not Zach, Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but look, can I ask you a question? Was that good? Who are you, who, who are you looking at? I was, well, like. it's funny because, you know, when normally when you're in an audience at an award show, you look around at your people around you and go, oh, he yeah, but you're in a room by yourself right now. I know, but my natural instinct as an actor was to act like I was looking around at my fellow audience members that he deserved. I bought it, I Zach. I, you know what I think? And I, I combine right that I with there. a smile and a head nod. No? <laughs> this is what I think. If you're going to do that, you need to make it so the camera is square up on your face like it is with me right now. So yeah. that when you look to the side... It's like a Brady Bunch situation. You could even look oh. down, probably, <laughs> and up and applaud, oh. too. Okay, because you mean the Zoom window will be all of us like this. <laughs> Absolutely. That's funny. Okay. Good call. Let me let me try it one more time. Okay. okay, here we go. And the winner is Rebel Wilson. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I it's sort of a, it's a I, visual joke. I think, I, I, I think it would be better if you look disappointed. <laughs> okay, let me do a disappointed version. Right. Donald. Yeah, I'll check it out. Check it out. <laughs> and the winner. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Kyle. And the winner is Diablo Cody. Like everyone always does the oh they deserve to win I'm happy for them Glad. what if I just did it the other way like this is fucking bullshit and you would become an instant Twitter meme and I yeah. threw something like threw that shit would, I dare you I dare flip you my would... table what if I flip my table don't do that 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 speaking of Diablo Cody speaking of Diablo Cody she yeah. wrote Powerpuff and so I'm working with her right now oh she's cool. a good writer stop it yeah. I did not know that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. This job is so cool, Donald. I'm so best. happy for you. Yeah. So I'm All really right. excited about that. Anyway. We love you. Uh, please watch Seaspiracy. Uh, you want to say something, Teddy? Teddy, yeah, you want to? I mean, yeah. Um, when I was going through chemo, it was over nine months. And, you know, it was back in 2015. So that was when the script was over. But having that rewatch and having that, you know, I know you guys say how everyone's so thankful for it now. But I was so thankful for the show as it was going on and having that through you know, my nine months, a year of chemotherapy and surgery and all that. It was just such a helpful thing for me. It helped me connect with my doctors and nurses around me. So I just thank, I just thank you guys for what you guys did and what you guys continue to do today. Thank you. Thank you, man. That means a lot to us. I I hope you know how much that means to us. It really does mean a lot and uh, it makes it all worth it. It makes, you know, we just do it to a camera and we don't have any idea. So to hear an anecdote like that from you means a great deal to us. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And Shirley, you yes. are an awesome guest. I hope you'll come back and uh, and visit us again. Yeah. You want to talk about your book, Mom? Is there anything you want to plug? Oh, yes. Um, so I wrote a workbook for actors. Yeah. It's yeah. called Se- Seven Rules to Thrive as a Performer. And you can get it on Amazon. It's a workbook, so you it's um, interactive. So you have to write things down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seven Rules to Thrive as a Performer? Yes, yes. Okay, so and Joelle, Joelle will put a link in our in our show notes, and Donald and I will put a link in our bios, and we will, uh, if you're an actor, this is uh, this could be helpful, and it's a workbook, so it's an yes. interactive thing you have to participate in, so don't be yes, lazy, you got to yes, do the work. Yes, yes. yes. All right. Um, on that note. On that note, we love you all. Uh, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay dear listener experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. it's a simple truth no matter who you are mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference that's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule it's flexible it's simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. 
You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over twelve hundred games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.